Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Well, hey, cats and kittens. Welcome to another Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon, here on the Broadway Podcast Network. You know, I stand in solidarity with the Screen Actors Guild because I am a member of the Screen Actors Guild because I got my card by working on a show that's on Saturday nights at 1130. You can guess which one it is. Yes, Studio 8H is where my home was. For the best part-time job in TV, I used to say, uh, for three or four years, 20-something episodes, and I got to work alongside some of the best cast and crew in the business. Let me tell you how it happened. So I got an email, and I thought it was spam because it said, we'd like you for a Saturday show. And I said, this is not real. So I Googled the person, and I found out that they were a casting director at this particular show, and I got to be a white supremacist. Woo! Uh, as my first time being on the show, that episode and that skit in particular was featured on Vanity Fair and was very popular online. And then I got to do 23 other episodes working with tons of people, everything from actual SAG residual work to background work to playing fake violin to playing fake bass to being a White House press corps member to dressing up like Revolutionary War army soldiers with harry styles it has been a great honor and joy and part of my career so i hold the saturday shows at night that are live very special and near dear to my heart so when i got the chance to speak to alex moffett i was excited to speak to my friend from the saturday nights over at 8h the cottage is only out until the 29th it is an all-star cast we've had laura bell bundy do this show eric mccormick dana steingold Everyone there is just a superstar. It's directed by Jason Alexander, and you can get tickets at www.thecottageonbroadway.com. It's at the Helen Hayes. It's a perfect fun night matinee. It's only until the 29th, so grab your tickets. It is a fun... Oh, Lily Cooper? We love Lily Cooper, and she plays Alex's wife. Well, I can't give too much away, because it will give too much away, and it's a laugh a minute. So take a peek at me and Alex... And I answer the long, long, long thought question. Is Steve Bannon my uncle? (laughs) Find out the answer coming up right now on the Roundtable on the Broadway Podcast Network. 
One of my favorite things this season was getting to come down to the cottage and check out what an all-star ensemble cast. If you're listening to us on the Broadway Podcast Network or watching us on the YouTube channel, I'm so excited to have out. He's been a Trump. He's been a Biden. He's been a guy who just bought a boat. And now he he's on the Broadway. Alex Moffat, welcome to the show. Hey, yeah, baby. Hi. It's so good to see you. Likewise. I Maybe had streamers. Yeah, you're you're a party in a bag. I'm a party in a bag. That's what they say. The, and you are in between shows here yep. with me because they force you. No, I'm <laughs> basically. No, I'm I'm in my little my little dressing room at the Hayes, where our only decoration is the streamers that Dana Steingold and Lily Cooper put up for Nahal Joshi's birthday. And that I, is all we have for decorations, except for I, a blanket that covers our couch. Go ahead, sir. Well, you have an amazing cast. You have an amazingly fun show. Ever, my God. From Eric to to Laura to Lily to to everyone on Every stage, person top to bottom to 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 a person, we are stacked and jacked. Stacked and jacked. So what is it like to be able to? You've done this run. You have to, you have to the end of the month. So everybody, run and get your tickets. Go. To the cottage. Don't, don't walk. Run to that website. Is that how it works? I think so. You put your credit card number and boom, there's Alex Moffat in your face. So, A, what is it like to do the same character eight shows a week as opposed to improv, as opposed to stand-up, like where you get to play with this one character, this one circumstance every yeah. single night? Very glad you asked, Robert. Um, it's a new challenge for me. I've never done eight shows a week, uh, but it's a blast. I mean, again, it, it, a lot of that comes back to like the fact that we have such an amazing cast. Everybody is so sort of keyed in, in the moment. Uh, they have such an amazing read on their character. And so everybody really is like kind of just in the moment, every, all the time, every show, there, there's not a moment where we're like just checked out and being like, well, I, I'm just doing Clark now again. And I uh, just saying the words. So part of it is just like, as maybe cliche or over, um, you know, over said as it is like this sort of magic of live theater is what kind of helps keep it alive because every audience is a little bit different. So maybe some shows, you know, Clark's a little bit dumber than in others or a little bit quicker to anger or something, or, you know, more annoying to uh, his, um, you know, future wife who I won't spoil who that is, but uh, sort of, I get to, all I will say is like Lily Cooper and I kind of get to be like almost like a comedy duo and uh you know we we have a good time and I, we play off each other so some nights if she's super just like you know the vibe is like clark you're a fucking idiot then i'm playing off of that so it's always a little bit different so some of it is like not to get too in the weeds but some of it is just like really minute things as opposed to like yeah if i'm doing an improv show that's literally different every time or like something on uh, the telly which i say because i'm british um you know that's also its own beast, but I'm loving this live theater thing, Robert. I gotta tell you, I I loved being there. We had a blast. I, me and my my best friend Mike came down to the theater. Sure, and I said, when I said I was going to talk to you, he said you got to talk to him about the physical comedy. You got to talk to him about that split, those legs, that whole that whole bit that you do 
where where do you how do you is it all is it all impulses you play around in rehearsal do you go home and look in the mirror and say i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that what happens i would love to say i go home and do it in the mirror i mean don't get me wrong i i spend plenty of time looking in the mirror like dancing around and doing faces always have as i'm sure you do anybody who's like an actor and you know performer probably has spent way more hours looking in the mirror and like cracking themselves up than they'd like to admit. Uh, but in this case, like with that move where I go into the window box and then whoop, uh, that kind came, that came about, that came about in a rehearsal and we had, you know, in our rehearsal space, we had like a, you know, like a replica, which I'm sure is just what they always do, but I'm new here to Broadway. So replica of the stage and then like replica of that window box. And I actually come to think of it. I think that move I discovered during tech, on the actual stage so that was just sort of a, a gift from paul tate depu the third our fantastic um set designer it the set is amazing is. i when i talked to laura bell bundy i i told laura bell bundy how do you memorize these you guys are fast there are a lot of lines yeah and in some cases i don't have them fully memorized so you know <laughs> you know i like to keep everybody on their toes by having them think, well, what's he going to forget this performance? No cue cards up there. <laughs> I keep begging for them. And even with two weeks to go, they say, no, you have to, you really should know these words by now. What was it like in the rehearsal space with your director? I mean, you talk about comedic actor and, 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 and someone who- You talk about comedic actor. Jason Alexander directed this piece. What he was that? I mean, he's a comedy legend sitcom royalty Seinfeld is one of my all-time favorite shows top three for me and in fact it was George Costanza was there on the night that I became a father uh and I'll not leave it so vague I'll explain what I mean basically my wife and I during COVID were she had never watched Seinfeld so we were making our way through it we made a child during that time uh and then the night that you know, basically we were, we were just starting the final season and my wife said, uh, do you think we're going to finish uh, Seinfeld before the baby arrives? Because she was still three and a half weeks away from her due date. And I said, oh, of course, there's like 25 episodes. We'll, we'll do it because there wasn't much else going on in the world. So we were watching a lot of Seinfeld. And then about 10 minutes later into the first episode of season nine, I think it is, um, she goes, oh shit and she stood up and her her water broke like in a movie like it gefluched out of her and she we, she was like it's go time and i was like oh my god so i paused seinfeld and then we had a child so i told i told jason that and i think he was very honored to be a part of our our baby's uh life in that way and congratulations on kramer george jerry <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats to, to me on them for having them be you know do laying my daughter thank you so newman was not a choice of a name for your daughter oh uh, oh oh you were guessing what our daughters yeah no her name yes uh it is elaine bennis newman <laughs> uh tim watley david Tuddy, moffat it's yeah. not a good joke if I have to explain it. I, I, you know, that, so there. there. Uh, it actually was. It just went right over my tired little head. <laughs> I hear you. Chicago. You're from Chicago. 
Uh, yeah, good point. And thank you. I crack research here. So you're in Chicago and what was the moment when you, was it a teacher? Was it a family member? When did someone say like, Alex, you're funny. Or we, have you just been trying to convince them of that ever since? <laughs> I've always had a chip on my shoulder. You know, it's the second city. We all have a chip on our shoulder. Just always trying to convince people we're something more than we are. So, uh, but let's see. I mean, I, I don't, that's a good question. I had a lot of great, teachers honestly i was more i was sort of like a you know the the like goof with my pals in high school type uh like getting trouble in class getting kicked out of class a lot that kind of thing and then i wasn't even i went to a tiny little high school and even there i was by no means any kind of like stud of the theater department couldn't be further from the truth like my senior year uh we did peter pan and i think i played pirate number seven or something uh, and so, no, it did, it's not like I started off, uh, with any kind of really bright future in the arts. Uh, I, I didn't really start doing improv and all that until after college. And then, um, I did have some really, really, really sweet, lovely improv teachers in Chicago who I adore, who, um, kind of told me to keep at it. So, uh, there were some, there's a little, some guideposts along the way of people who kept, you know, would pat me on the back and say, Hey, you might have something here. Keep going. Take the next level of improv. We'll, we'll take your money, and you're not so bad at this. That's showbiz. That's showbiz. And right? You got to take the crumbs where you can. You know, starting out, take them. Gobble them up, and they can sustain you for months. Months. Well, I know we're in the middle of the SAG strike, and you're on the Broadway, so it's great to be working and doing all that stuff. Most, You said it. Most people see your face, and they, they know you from a, a, an evening, the weekend on a Saturday night. And I had told you at Broadway Barks that that's where I got my start in, in being one of the uh, extra background, you know, background to the set people and doing 20, 23 episodes. That place- It's Jenna, Jenna Rossitano on the, uh, on the PA calling everybody. Can we get background? The sweetest voice in show business ever, ever. Then, then Chris will yell at you. But I, but I, when you're, <laughs> when you're yeah, here- Chris Kelly, my God. Pleasure. When you amazing, it is the um, I don't know what is the most amazing group of 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 crew, cast and crew. They they make yeah. magic, and um, when you go to Broadway, another cast and crew that makes magic. How does one thing doing doing improv, doing live television, and now doing live theater? Is it all very similar? Are there different tools that you pull out of the toolbox? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. I do think that there is something kind of similar to it. To uh, you know, there there's a strong similarity between the two with the live element. I mean, I don't think you find a lot of live TV shows on the telly anymore. So, you know, I, I that's kind of a, I don't want to say one of a kind thing because, you know, you could be the host of Good Morning America or something and then you're doing live TV. So there's plenty of, but like the nature of it, the like scripted and comedy and all that jazz, uh, it is a one of a kind institution. So um, yeah, there's plenty of overlap, uh, but like you said in the beginning of this interview, just sort of like the, uh, that's always different week to week to week to week. Whereas this is, you know, we're trying to find uh, a little bit something different every show, but certainly, yeah, getting to perform live is the best playing off an audience, the most fun in the world. So that's kind of all you got to do is just play it, do your thing and have fun with the audience. Absolutely. I had friends at the matinee today. They went to Carmine's. It was a group of ladies, they ladies who lunched, they went to Carmine's. They had their little chicken parm moment, and then they Love came. It. 
oh. came over to the cottage. God bless them. I hope they had the best afternoon this month. Uh, Robert, are you? Is it true that you are uh, Steve Bannon's nephew? Because <laughs> that's my, my favorite thing about being through the years before COVID over at Studio Eight H was that when Steve Bannon appeared on the show as a demon in a Grim Reaper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we. I got to see the resemblance next to them right there. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. The familial. There's, there's definitely a, a Bannon quality. Yes, and you know, I love to take screenshots of CNN when it says Bannon indicted, Bannon going. You know, like that's it's yeah. good for me. Um, I, <laughs> I want everybody that's out there to go to the cottage. Go to the thank cottage, you. Cottage you on Broadway. Two weeks cottage. left. You have two weeks to get your little self over to the Helen Hayes. Get yourself, open your snacks before it starts because it's going to be one Thank big you. show. Don't be cracking your little Cracker Jack box open. Shut your cell phone. Yeah. Have you had cell phone moments? Oh, my God. In most shows, we have at least one or two. Uh, and every now and again, we will like ad-lib something about it, but Sometimes it's like, well, oh, just let it go and let's keep moving. We heard it. Everybody heard it. But we live in the, the it's 2023. People are going to leave their phone on. It happens. You know, whatever. But, but a few times, uh, there have been a few times where it's so loud and so egregious that we've had to say something. And that it's actually made for some pretty funny moments. Not to say that anybody should intentionally, you know, like set an alarm to go off in the middle of act two or something. Just to be like, eh, what are they going to ad lib? Um, but yeah, it, it happens, whatever. It's well, live theater, phones go off. You have two weeks, so get your tickets. If you want to go again, see it a second time, take a shot every time they pull a cigarette from somewhere on the set. Yeah, baby, the cottage, the drinking game. And get your parm at Carmine's. See, done. You're such a pleasure. I was so excited to talk to you. People are right, so excited. Robert. We're ready for stages and screens and all of the fun stuff that you have uh, coming your way. We appreciate it. You've made us laugh for, for a long time. Thank you. That is so kind. I really appreciate that. Thank you for having me on this, Robert. My pleasure. Well, there you have it. No relation to, to Uncle Steve, and uh, but plenty of connections and relations over there to the show The Cottage. I'm so grateful to have Alex and my friends at BBB Way set this up and get us to have a fun little afternoon moment together. You know, every Thursday at 7 p.m., 8 Central, 5 Pacific, I don't know how time zones work. You know how they work. You can watch us and watch these shows live with uh, YouTube, and you can see me tell my week in review and my plugs and my Jersey news and all my mess. You can go over and subscribe to the YouTube channel as a whole added bonus to this. Plus, we have interviews every single day this week, so make sure you are subscribing, downloading, liking, commenting, following, sharing, whatever you do on your social media. You can follow me on at Robert M. Bannon or at The Roundtable with Robert Bannon. Follow BPN for all the amazing other shows that they have on and join us over at YouTube. I hope you support art. I hope you watch a great a great play or musical and support live arts, cabaret, concerts, whatever you love. Make sure you give your money, time, and effort to the artists who make it all possible. That's it for me. The best is yet to come. Thank you for joining me for another adventure, and I hope to see you again real soon. God bless you. Thanks for being here.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.